Welcome to Ballsy Women in Business. We're kind of wonderful. Hello, it's Elizabeth Plouffe, and I'm here today with Ballsy in Review. For those of you that might not know, Ballsy is the women in uh, entrepreneurship group that I started a few months ago and started that in response to uh, to the fact that there's no problem-solving groups out there that don't require you to pay thousands of dollars to sit around and share ideas with people. And um, that's not super fun for me. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to try anyway and see what happened. And it happens. And so Ballsy Women in Business was born. And so today we had our Ballsy breakfast. And I, honestly, it was fantastic. I mean, it went on much like I do sometimes, it went on a little longer than I had planned. But the organic conversation that came from the topic was such that it was honestly worth pursuing. And so last month we focused on goal setting, which I know for January is sort of a, a go-to typical kind of thing. But in business, it's a little different than personal. And we were also discussing the difference between resolutions and goals and how you don't necessarily take uh, resolutions as seriously as you take goals. At least I don't. And what the deficit can be to your business. And I'm a recent convert to the whole goal planning, um, reflection, like going through that process, which can take a month or two. But I'm an absolute convert now. I, I fully believe in the validity of, uh, of that process and have used a few tools, which I shared again this morning. So this morning we decided to focus our question on um, um, overcoming obstacles when it comes to achieving goals. And I was really excited. I mean, I'm excited every time we get together. But this morning, out of the seven women that gathered, and the group is intentionally small, five were new. Brand spanking new. And, and that was awesome. But the conversation started and didn't stop. There was no weird pauses. There was no, um, everybody had an opportunity to introduce themselves and and talk about what they do and just they I, I'm pausing because I'm just so blown away by everybody's willingness to discuss and share their tools and tricks and, and experiences around goal setting and what works for them and and we did talk a little bit um, about what it's like to be a mom and be an entrepreneur and part of the reason was I was so impressed there was a set of uh, twin sisters uh, Cherry and Sharice and they work for Primerica and came out to the group. And this is not a group where you come to pitch and, and really push business and all that kind of stuff. It's not how we roll. And if that happens, you know, people are encouraged not to return. This is about building, you know, building business and solving problems and what have you. And Sharice was committed to coming. And she has a four-month-old son named Lincoln. And babysitter wasn't able to come until 10 o'clock. And she packed that boy up and he came with her. I thought that was freaking awesome. I am 100% behind that, um, especially because he was extremely well behaved and just a lovely little lad. It doesn't always work out that way. And, and if your kids are rambunctious and energetic and at an age where you can't contain them in a stroller or something, and I have two kids, so I'm not being like, you know, Sherlock Holmes and children are annoyances. Um, I love my kids. I love energy that kids have, but they just, they cannot go everywhere. It's just not appropriate. But it was today and everybody in the group was thrilled that she was able to make it out and made that effort um, to bring Lincoln with her. And it just really demonstrated the level of commitment that you can try and have. It depends on your circumstances. It absolutely depends on circumstances. But 
Um, we've discussed before in the past how challenging it can be for working moms and moms who are entrepreneurs to uh, make these kinds of commitments when kids are in the picture. Um, so I have two teenagers, right? So my kids are completely self-sufficient. Um, and one's actually an adult because he's 18. It still provides its own set of challenges, but you need to find a way, I believe anyway, you need to find a way if you're committed to your business to to make it work somehow or another. So anyway, to get off the mommy soapbox, um, some of the things that we talked about today, I have a whole page of notes, I was so excited. Um, we talked first about the obstacles and everybody offered not only um, obstacles, but within that discussion were other sources for solutions. So the obstacles that we talked about were being mindful of using distractions as a means of avoiding your goals. And one member shared that she uses cooking um, as a means of distraction. She's not a huge cook, but when she comes up against a block or when she's in a situation where she just doesn't want to move forward on something, she'll move into the kitchen under the guise of doing something useful for her family. And it is, and it's valuable, but it's recognizing the mindset that put you there. Um, somebody else offered paralysis by analysis. When you go into huge amounts of detail around any type of project or goal or, or whatever you're trying to achieve and you focus more on the amount of detail involved than actually um, being active on it. And we talked about social media as a distraction, office chatter, dabbling in a variety of, of projects or goals um, versus whittling that down. Busy brain, which is something that I think a lot of women, um, I'm going to say suffer with because it's exhausting, especially at night. Um, outside excuses, um, fear of success and imposter syndrome, and sometimes being in a situation where you have inadvertently surrounded yourself with negative influences, negative people, and how they can derail you from achieving your goals. So some of the solutions we came up with, which were kind of cool, um, the using domestic chores as an excuse was simply reminding yourself when you're going in there and you're not quite sure why you're there, you know, are you doing laundry when you should be working on a project or are you, especially if you work at home, um, are, you, are you just using chores around the house? to avoid working on your business. And I used to do that too. You know, it was a good time to do laundry and do the dishwasher and all that kind of stuff. And that's simply because I wasn't in the headspace yet to move forward with my business being successful. Thank God I got over that. Um, the paralysis by analysis and getting lost in detail versus uh, creating something, it was suggested that you actually, and I, 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 in an odd way, I think it'd be really effective, allocating time within your calendar within your schedule for the day that you are only allowed 30 minutes to delve into details and, and do all of that stuff and once that time is up you need to take action on something and not continue hiding behind that planning phase social media I didn't know you could do this but you can put a DND on your phone and do not disturb um, so that you don't get the notifications and what have you didn't know um, I do mute my phone on a regular basis. Never thought of that as a tactic for dealing with notifications, but definitely works. And just don't log in in the first place um, if you are on your desktop or your laptop or what have you. For office chatter, uh, you know, people popping into your office or getting caught up in a photocopier discussion or what have you. Um, obviously, the easy one is to go into your office and close the door. Um, 
you can also I would suggest anyway put a funny sign on your door saying you know genius is burning come back later something to that effect if you've ever read Little Women then that's a, a reference to Little Women and I suggested that you use office chatter as a reward if you put a good two solid hours in on a project then give yourself a 15 minute break which you should anyway for your health um, to get moving and take a walk outside your door and, and see who's available make sure you're not interrupting them and derailing their goals and have that little chatter have that little release um, dabbling in a variety of goals one thing I've just learned from doing doing my goal workshop is take a moment to write out all your big audacious goals make a huge list everything you can possibly think of and then chop that shit down um, you need to be ruthless in removing anything from that list that doesn't move your business forward and the suggestion is to have you know five big goals for the year which I know sounds not like a lot but you know potentially on the on the width and breadth of the goal it can be huge and when you have a huge list and you don't take the time to whittle it down it can be daunting to look at that list and you just don't move forward on anything because what do you choose and and how do you allocate your time so keeping that list short and sweet and making sure that you create um, and we'll reference in a second a, a suggestion by David Allen who's the author of Get, getting things done making sure that you create an action list versus a to-do list there is a difference so busy brain for women it's um, and this is the second time I've, I've seen it there's a an analogy that men's brains are like waffles and women's brains are like spaghetti um, which is true so men put things in compartments and women for the most part everything touches each other so we could be thinking about um, I don't know growth and scale for a certain aspect of our business and all of a sudden growth and scale turns into oh I have to book the kids a physical oh I'm out of milk oh I need to go to the grocery store like it's it's kind of crazy but that's how our heads go and particularly if it's the bed the nighttime monkey brain um, what I do anyway is I keep a pen and paper beside my bed and if it won't leave me alone then I will physically get up and turn a light on and write it down or a better suggestion is if you have a planner or something that you you know paper wise or electronic whatever works for you every night spend five minutes identify some things that have been niggling at your brain and put them somewhere that you know you won't forget because part of busy brain is that your brain is afraid of forgetting something um, you've got so many things on the go that it'll just keep poking you in the shoulder and interrupting your sleep is it's the worst I mean we'll I'll do a thing one day on the the negative impact of uh, sleep deprivation but so these are some ways to, to handle some of that um, outside excuses you need a, a build buddy or a somebody who's not afraid to call bullshit with you and definitely let you vent and, and, and let you give a voice to your frustrations and what have you but then be open to providing you feedback that puts a little clarity on potentially the, the BS component of those outside excuses and it can be hard to hear and as a friend it can be difficult to give but I think it's crucial for business success to have somebody like that um, fear of success and imposter syndrome that is something that I have found um, a lot of resource by listening to Marie Forleo and Oprah Winfrey and Brene Brown and all these hugely successful women who suffer from this I've never actually 
I don't think I've found a man yet who suffers from this. So maybe it's just a, a woman thing. I don't know. But when you realize that giants in their field like that suffer from the exact same thing and have managed to work past it and still be successful, it puts into perspective that you too have the ability to get over and deal with it and and move on and, and be successful in your business. And part of that is time. And part of that, I firmly believe, is in networking and constantly talking about your business and finding ways to work on your business, finding people to work with on your business. Uh, there's a particular aspect of my business, for an example, that requires a face-to-face -face component because the, the whole project is driven by the conversation that I have with a client. And so it's not something that I can do on my own um, or it's, it's challenging and my ultimate goal is to turn this into a teaching tool so people can do it for themselves or recognize the opportunity to do it for themselves and it's around content creation. But knowing that that's a challenge for me and knowing that's a goal I want to achieve, I'm reaching out and um, a couple of friends have said yes and they're willing to sit down and go through the process with me. And the more I talk about it and the more I do it, the more confident I am and the more the imposter syndrome goes away. So I highly, highly recommend um, creating opportunities to work and be active on your business and, and moving forward in that capacity. So one of the last ones that we talked about was the negative influence of people around you. And if you're in a situation where people aren't at the same place that you are or you know they're having struggles of their own um, there may be underlying jealousy there may be you know a variety of feelings going on but when those people and their negativity and I'm pausing because I just it blows my mind that people can do that when they unintentionally or intentionally start to sabotage your efforts on your business it's time for you to take stock of what's going on and whether the value of that person in your life is worth the personal sacrifice that you may have to make. And I had somebody in my life um, who's, you know, it's a, it's a situation that I, I've handled. But at the time, uh, you know, my husband couldn't understand what the challenge was. And, and I talked him through it. And I said, you know, if a, if a friend behaved the way this person's behaving, you'd tell me to kick them to the curb. You know, so what's the difference? And if you wouldn't treat somebody the way you're being treated by these negative people, if you wouldn't make them feel that way, regardless of the relationship, there comes a time where you have to evaluate how much time you should be investing in that situation and remove yourself. And these were some of the solutions that we came up, you know, ghosting somebody, which is not great, but your mental health is more important. So some of the things that people have used to deal with um, these obstacles and challenges have been mentorship, um, you know, reminders of how passionate you are about your business, which can include, you know, I have an accomplishment jar that I do, um, family support, and, you know, I'm jazzed up by deadlines, so maybe somehow harnessing the feeling when you've, when you've beaten a deadline and remembering that on the hard days that, you know, you can achieve can be helpful. Um, we did discuss David Allen, um, who's the author of Getting Things Done, and he advises that when you have goals and tasks that you need to complete, that it is absolutely necessary to create a three-part list. And part of that list has to be obviously what you want to accomplish. The other parts of that involve, sorry, my computer's just gone shit sideways, um, 
also involve um, creating the to-do and then finding out if you need somebody to help you or you know what kind of resource is required to complete the task that you're working towards well that's why it's doing it the wrong way um, and then the action component of that you know when are you going to get it done and what can you do right away to achieve it because writing a to-do list is kind of useless I mean it, it keeps things in order don't get me wrong but when you put that action item around it you're more likely to get it done um, and you're more like to achieve it quickly. One of the last things that we discussed, and we did talk about um, Quantum Leap Seminar and Kanban boards. Uh, an author was mentioned who I haven't looked up yet. She's got a TED Talk, Suzanne Kane. Um, so I'm gonna look up that as well. One of the last things that we discussed was the personality of an alpha female. And um, one of the reasons that came up is because for a very long time, I am an alpha female, not intentionally, it's just the way I'm built. I'm not an aggressive person by any stretch, but I've been told on more than one occasion that I walk into a room and people immediately know I'm not somebody, it's going to sound so awful, I'm not somebody to trifle with. Um, and it's completely unintentional. It's not something that I, I put out or what have you. And one of the reasons we were talking about it is because you need to be aware, as a woman especially, if you are an alpha or a beta and, and there are those personalities that, that you need to check out, and it's, but especially if you're an alpha, is being aware of the impact that has on other people and you know, being mindful of um, almost controlling it. And that sounds so awful, but when you're talking to somebody else who is also an alpha female they get it they understand what you're trying to get at and it's more um, because of the reactions that I've received from people when I tell them that I'm an entrepreneur and I own my own business and what have you some of them do really well and are like "Woo, yes that's fantastic and others take a physical step back or their body language completely changes and I'm not sure if it's because they're making assumptions or or what have you but that could be part of being an alpha female so I was advising these, these young ladies, or 24, that came to the meeting today that it's something that I think you get with, partly with age, um, and something with awareness that if you are an alpha female and going after your goals, that you need to be conscious of how you're approaching situations and how you're talking to people. Because it's great to be assertive in your business. You know, you need to have that drive to be successful but going too far can end up hurting your business and alienating people. And the whole goal for being in business is to create partnerships and success. So being mindful can not only work very positively in helping you overcome obstacles and challenges to achieving your goals and, and finding solutions, but also to being mindful of different personality um, characteristics that might be having a negative influence on, on your business and on your uh, achieving your goals. So it was a really diverse conversation today. Um, I absolutely loved it and, and thank you to everybody that came out. Um, Holly and I were the only returning members and then we had uh, Cherry and Sharice who are twin sisters. We had Amanda and Rose and Wendy that came out and you know we had people in financial, we had people in creative, we had people in communications. Uh, Holly is a family mediator for businesses and I just I loved the idea sharing and the support that everybody gave without hesitation um, which I think is what all groups and women should be capable and willing to do so that's 
pretty much it for today is just realizing that distractions from your goals can be can be managed that recognition of that is the biggest thing and getting over your personal mind chatter to work towards your goals is key and if you're having struggles with that reach out to somebody you know nobody has all the solutions nobody can solve their all their own problems and being a part of a group like ballsy or you know having a build buddy or whatever you want to do is the first step to overcoming these things and and not feeling so alone and uh, and struggling with finding that direction so those are my action items I guess is you know take a look at what you want to achieve take a look at what might be getting in the way think of solutions within your network um, people or products or services or what have you that can help you overcome those challenges and then take a step towards them you know take your big audacious list of goals turn it into a manageable list of yeah, at most hopefully five and and go for it you know be mindful of going for it and and be successful and so as always you know just know that you have the guts and glory to create your own story um, one of my other uh, podcasts is entrepreneurial entrails which is all about the uh, the stories of being an entrepreneur and you can check me out on Twitter at MCV Plouf. You can visit MCV Communications, which is where I, which where I do all kinds of stuff. And uh, Instagram and all those great places. But I hope you're having a fantastic day, regardless of when you're listening to this. And I hope this has given you some, um, some ways to move towards your business goals. And that's pretty much it. It's been great talking to you. And we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.